here, okay? What do you want from us? How much more do you want from me? And we're back. Lip girls. We're back. And we're back. We're back. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Cha, cha, cha. Hey y'all, it's your girl Taylor. And Toya. This is The Ho Bag. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite streaming platform and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore ho bag. That's underscore H-E-A-U-X-B-A-G. Keep up with our shenanigans. Bye. Bye. Welcome back. Welcome to a day in the life of the whole bag. <laughs> oh, let's make sure the whole bags ain't bagging. Okay. <laughs> Them things is thanging, girl. Ah, good morning or good afternoon, whatever time y'all tune into this. But good morning, right? To you, good black morning. woman. Good morning. During this Women's History Month. Oh, congratulations to us. We made it. We can reproduce and have periods. Yay! And deal with y'all's nonsense. But you know that we that, well, that's not what is, we're about today. We're talking about savior complexes, <clears throat> which is yes. a very good subject um, because people always want to blame somebody. Everybody, I feel like you know it's a theme to be entitled to things, and everybody's supposed to just save you when you f up, and because you had mommy issues, and dad, we all got parents issues. We all, you know, uh, so what? Ain't nobody come to save you. You are a hundred percent responsible for your life and the way that it goes you just got to play the hand that you dealt with the word of the day is accountability Ooh, that's a tough word that, that's a big word for <laughs> elmo <laughs> <laughs> um so let's get into twitter news i have a tweet um that talks about the savior complex and it says the hero complex sometimes called hero syndrome or savior complex is when someone strives to be the hero of the situation. No matter the odds, they want to be the ones that save the day. In some definitions, a person with a hero complex will even create situations that make them have to turn around and be the hero. I've seen that before. Like when you see a, a movie, like people will put it, they'll put people in situations to where they're the ones that you have to run to. You, they're the the people that you have to run to so that they can feel like, oh, I'm helping Toya out again or, you know, I'm always here for you. But it was like, you also put me in that situation. So I can't think of any movies off the top of my head, but we've seen I it was before. I was watching actually what's so crazy last night. Um, it's, it's like some type of crime TV, I think. And there was this white lady that at the age of five just so happened to save her whole family from a fire. Has she she got no, she didn't start it. She got awards and everything um, from like the fire department. And she was just so happy that she saved her whole family that pretty much her family kept thanking her over and over uh, over, over, over and over and over again for a couple of years um, but then once she got older she kept creating scenarios that made her like the savior so she had 12 fires underneath her belt that she started and it didn't catch up with her until like years and years and years later she set a nursing home on fire she Isn't did a lot this is yeah, this is real. That sounds real. It was on crime crime TV. You can look it up. It was actually crazy because the last fire that she did was her own family. And she became the savior because they all had to move in with her. She was like, Oh, you guys can just move in with me and Don't we see like and I 
I know it seems like I'll be attacking mothers who have strong attachments to their sons, but don't we see that in like movies? Like the the moms are always like, oh, if I wasn't there for you, then you wouldn't be able to, you know, eat today or, you know, like they just, they put themselves in situations where they're always like the number one person that their kids have to call. And then when they grow up, that's all we get stuck with you raggedy sons of guns. Cause y'all are waiting for us to come save you. Yeah, that's just literally like jumping off one nipple to the next. Yeah, can't do it. Can't do it. But I did see that post. Uh, I did see that post. Sorry. (laughs) We had budget cuts and I don't have stand anymore. Um, (laughs) That girl said it was like, why is it so hard for people with big hearts to be loved correctly? And I thought that was a deep one. And I was like, oh, let's let's get into it. Um, I think there's a, a bunch of subtopics that can go into it. But like when you first saw that, what did you think? Mm. Um, I think sometimes when you love somebody, somebody's always going to love somebody more than the next person. But when you always have a big heart, that's just who you are and what you do. And sometimes you get the short end of the stick. A lot of times you get the short end of the stick, really. Facts. It's funny because um, y'all wouldn't think it now knowing me as you know me, but I've always been overly loving, overly caring and to the point I got burnt out. And so now I'm just like, nope, sorry, not not my problem, your problem. And people don't realize like when you keep taking advantage of somebody like that, eventually they're either going to, you know, just break down or they're going to be like, I don't give up about your feelings because you have to at some point put yourself first. So. I think uh, we think that we're supposed to love too much. It's it's, it's an act of people pleasing, right? Which is also a traumatic response to child yeah. uh, childhood trauma. Yeah. So it's for so y'all. So I've just been like reading here and there. I'm not a therapist, so I can't really speak on all this stuff Vali- with validity. Is that a word? Right. But I can say that if you people please too much, you will always find yourself in these situations where you're loving a partner or loving a friend and you don't feel like it's being reciprocated and you, that can turn into anger or hate, which is probably Kanye not to, I'm I'm not going to bash him. I think he loves so much, right? Cause his mother loved him so much that he doesn't feel like he's getting the same type of love and responses, which is why he, you see behaviors like his just lashing out at people cause he's hurt. And it's crazy because it's like, I think they love him. I don't know. But, you know, we can't we can't we don't know what he feels on the inside. So I feel like he thinks he loves too much. And I could see that with him and Jay-Z. Right. When he lashed out and was like, our kids don't even play together because he felt like he loved Jay-Z more, which I believe he did because he fought so hard to get in front of Rock Nation's, uh, you know, presence and stuff like that. So I. I don't think that people aren't being loved correctly. I think that they don't know what love, how to love equally or reciprocate. Damn, I'm fucking this word up. Reciprocate it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Those are cute, by the way. Oh, thank you. Y'all zoom in. Can you see him? Okay. They're cute. Um, I think that me personally, because one of my one of my questions I was going to ask is, do you know somebody that probably has um, like a, a savior complex is always in the need to save people? Absolutely. And I was just eating lunch with somebody the other day and he was talking about him and he was like, man, everybody that I run into, I'm always a fixer. 
I'm always the one that has to come in and be the problem solver. Because you attract those type of people. And I was like, oh, my God. And everything he was saying, it was so crazy because I was like, I do the same exact thing. And that's where this topic actually came from. I was like, damn, I really do. I know for a fact I have savior complex. Mm -hmm. I know for a fact I do. My house is always open to anybody. Mm -hmm. I'm always watching people's kids. And although I get joy out of it, I think certain people can, like the white woman that I was talking about that was creating scenarios to be the savior. I think that's when it gets a little dangerous for other people. I think... uh Yes, that's fucked up. Sorry, I I made it seven minutes. (laughs) Um, But no, when you say that now, I think I was a I had a savior complex because at one point I was uh, reevaluating all the relationships in my life. Right. And like I started to realize that the people. So I was I'm very career driven. If y'all don't know my y'all, the non hoback side of me, the people I felt like weren't as passionate about advancing in their careers. Those are the people I was bonding with. I, I started making more relationships with because we were hanging out. We were just kind of bullshitting around and I was the one, you know, I'm doing the best out of this group. And I was like, I looked around one day and I'm like, damn, none of y'all hoes got goals. Like other than scamming on niggas, fucking on niggas, like. And and I, I realized I got around them because they made me feel big. Mm. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, I had to learn to balance because I still love them, but I need to be around other like-minded people so that I can grow and I can talk about, okay, I've reached this level. What do I do next? Because when people, I realized when people get to 30, they either are like, we're old and I'm settled in, or they're like, okay, what's the next thing, right? It's, you see a big shift in your friendships. And so I was just like not content with not doing anything, but I was looking at other people and I was like, damn, it's not their fault that they're attracted to me. I'm the one pulling these people in. And what is it about me? Oh, I like being the one that's needed. I like being the one that seems at the smartest. I like being the one that seems the most productive. When in all reality, I was able to bullshit around them. I wasn't being that productive until I got around some real people, not real people, but some people who are also serious about their, their craft and their business. And then I was like, damn, I'm fucking up. I could step my game up over here. So yeah, I think I had that savior comp. No, I know I had that savior complex and I got it from one of my parents who told me when I became of age and was making a certain dollar amount and, you know, just thriving. Oh, you don't need me anymore. Mm. So I was like, so you just going to like stop talking to me? Like, how does this work? <laughs> like, was what do weird. you mean by that? It was very weird. But I, that parent also got it from their parent, mm. you know, and, that, and it goes in a black household. When you turn 18, get, get your ass out. out. And it's like, hold on. You did not just create this person so that you could just forget about them. Like, I, it, it, it's so much deeper than that. But yeah, I think it's something that's just passed on. I think it's a trauma thing. Like being a savior is a narcissistic Traumatic response. Hmm. Or am I, you think I'm reaching with that one? Hmm. Like I said, I think it, it just depends on if you're doing it with, with the right intent. Because mm. like what you said, you realized you were hanging with those people because it made you feel good. Mm-hmm. That's what you just described. Mm-hmm. But if I think if you're, you're just doing it just because you just have too big of a heart like you said what is it like uh not being loved correctly maybe you're looking for love through those actions i think that's what that's what i'm really trying to think and that's why i went when people would say oh what is it that you want out of a relationship and i was like i don't want a relationship 
I'm not interested in love because the, st- the shit seemed toxic the way I was taught it and the way that I was going about it. So I was like, if that's love, I'm cool by it. myself. Yeah. And so I think with anything, you got to define what something means to you. And so those savior complexes can be. And I feel like white people do it. Ooh, uh, speaking <laughs> of. So there's something called white savior complex. And that's all over Twitter. Literally, you you talk. I didn't even know this existed. Well, I mean, I really? knew it existed, but I didn't know white people and people in other countries were talking about it so much. Oh, yeah. Literally just white savior complex. So let me. Yeah, I'm gonna skip to that one. So somebody uh, overseas had said. Americans have a savior complex that is unmatched. How was a private U.S. citizen <laughs> traveling to Ukraine to assist them in the fight against Russia? No plan, not enough clothes, <laughs> then proceed to give an interview. Bro, did you see the interview? No. It's a white man and a white woman that were interviewing. I think it was like on ABC. I think it was ABC. So they wait, they spent their tax dollars. I mean, their hard earned money. To fly to a war zone. The interview literally had to do with one, not even a suitcase, like a carry-on. And him and his wife got married at the courthouse before he left off. And she was like, yeah, I'm here to support my my honey because I feel like he just needs to, you know, help the country and do everything that he can do. And it's like, bro, no plan, just vibes. They didn't even ask for your help. And then the crazy part is, right... Can you zoom in on me real quick? When you sit up here and get put as a prisoner of war and you gonna go, Joe Biden didn't help me. He said, fuck me. Yes, he did. Joe Biden he didn't did tell not... you to go okay. and take your happy ass out there. He just told you to go pay your student loans and uh, the, you was going to go to jail for the PPP fraud. He didn't tell you shit about flying to Ukraine. Girl, no. I can't. But no, so if we if we go back to real before we dive into that, if we go back in history and look at white people, right, when it comes to the Christian crusades and so my mm. <laughs> so mm. it's funny, right? Mm. So my my mother's from American Samoa and you can go there and literally see like the history of Polynesian culture. But then there's in the, like you go to regular Samoa that's not it hasn't it's not Americanized and you'll see that there is a big, um, what are those people? Mormon a temple with a white Jesus. All these people is the same color as us. But there's a big temple of white Jesus that told you your religion, your beliefs, your way of life was wrong. And we're here to save you. So they created all these problems for these people and then told them, we'll help you out. And then there's more. They abandoned them. But guess what? If you work hard enough, you can make it to America and join the military and we'll fucking screw you over again. You can, you know, just come on and you'll have benefits and shit for about what? Forty, fifty thousand dollars a year in your life? No worries. Some PTSD? You'll be good. You're good. Go ahead and get that charger. <laughs> that Camaro. You did all that for a Camaro. Sheesh. And so, so so speaking of um talking about the white savior complex again, there was a white guy named Chris and um Chris with a C and Chris with a K, how how ironic. So Chris says, I remember back in my older church days of how easily it was to get swept up in the white savior complex and think I had the answers to save others. Was he more? I also adopted 
uh, I don't know. I also adopted two kids as part of that. I don't regret my kids one bit, but the reasons behind it make me sad. So the other Chris responded to him and said, I don't understand why it makes you sad at the root of it. You just wanted to help and you thought you could. And in many ways you did. I'm happy for you. I'm proud of you. The other initial Chris responded and said, it's that it was part of the ideology that of the fundamental evangelical how are you saying Mm -hmm. church (laughs) we as white people had the answers for everyone else and we needed to reduce and get people saved and fixed it wasn't done out of genuine love the wrong motives and that's basically what they they he knows that they created the problems but you know what's crazier sorry at least he's taking accountability but you know what's crazier Y'all was worried about everybody else's problems, and the Pope was fucking your son. Ooh. I mean. We finna get canceled. <laughs> I'm just going well, to Well, it was nice. <laughs> we gonna fuck with y'all next time. <laughs> okay, we're gonna go back. I just. Nah, but for real. your house first. Like, you always want to go, especially white people now, it's like, oh, what can we do to save the kids in Africa? Save the kids in fucking Fifth Ward. Save the kids in third ward. They'd rather save the dogs and cats. Girl. <laughs> this is not a bash white people session. This is not that at all. Hey, it's on Twitter. <laughs> I'm just repeating what y'all wrote. <laughs> That's it. It's just, it, 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 it's baffling to me that we always are worried. We create these scenarios so that we can be the saviors. And, the, and, and at the end, the root, so this is, may not be the angle that Toya was going for this, but the root cause of this for me is that people with trauma are creating trauma for others so they can avoid their own bullshit. I mean, sounds about right. It's, 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 it's a, it's a, it's a, I don't know. It's still a savior complex. Like you said, it's giving go to fucking therapy. That's my answer for everything at this point. And how do we, how do we tell 400 years of white people to go to therapy? I don't know. They just uh, see (laughs) what are they doing? They're canceling CRT now. (laughs) And you know, CRT, I feel like CRT, I haven't looked into it, but I feel like it's white people going against white people about teaching race in uh, the classrooms. Cause black people, we teach our kids that shit. So I I feel like they're having like an internal conflict or a civil war between good. Keep that shit and who's not. Keep that shit between y'all selves. The same way the maskers (laughs) and the non-maskers. Y'all can have that fight, goddamn. Oh my gosh. So, um, I was really gonna ask, uh oh, so do you remember there was a white guy coming out of I think it was Walmart and he was pushing a cart, but he was stealing. He was stealing all of that shit, and it was an old ass white woman. No, you're messing everything up. We're gonna make the prices go up. You need to stop. And she was literally getting in the way of that man. No, and the I people that, that worked I'm, there I'm, I'm weren't even that. people that worked there weren't even trying to get him as hard as she was. Once again, you don't work at Walmart. You could have just minded your business. That ain't have nothing to do with you. Now, what if that man would have turned around and punched you in your damn mouth? Help! Help! But you created that problem. You could have just minded your old ass business. I mean, but we see that all the time with uh, the like that lady that had the cocker spaniel in Central Park and called the police on the black man because I, I forgot why she called him, and then she was mad that she was getting sued. You know, it happened in oh, New yeah. York. Yeah, and then she was like offended that people were attacking her. Y'all cause these problems <laughs> on yourselves. Like the fuck, like. People are starving. People are getting blown up and you want to make this about you, Sally. 
Oh, what, what was that main character syndrome? Main character syndrome. You know, it's, it goes hand in hand. It really does. This <sighs> is a good segue from that because everything ain't about you. You don't have to be the savior. You don't. Save but yourself. You know, but I, some people feel like, and then this is just going to transition away from white people. Some people feel like. I'm going to bring it back. <laughs> and I was more so going towards the relationship portion. It, it's, it's. Some people feel like they just don't have a purpose if it's not saving somebody and making somebody else feel small. And my thing is, there are so many activities and things to do in the world, <laughs> but you want to fuck with me? <laughs> like, or you want to fuck with your son? Like, <laughs> go get a hobby. Are you bored? Yes, you are. The world does not revolve around y'all small ass family or your small ass friendship. There are so many problems that need to be solved. And even then, if you don't feel like partaking in that, go get a dog. Teach him how to talk. Teach him how to roll up. Like, there's so many other things to do. Make him feel like, because you know what? Your dog's always going to think you're the number one person. So just, They will. Get a dog. Be their slave just savior. get a dog. But treat them right, though. Don't be getting them and <laughs> treating them like furniture. You know, Beating them and then trying to make them better because you're the savior. <laughs> You know what? I will call Peter on your ass. I am. I'm. Y'all seen that? Have you seen that? Uh, there's a page on Instagram called Black People with Pets. I love it. I'm, I want to be featured. Yeah. So I, I talk to my dogs. Look, they look. We we like this. So, but I'm not their savior, and I try to tell them hoes that, but they don't believe me. I got a life outside of them. Anywho, I just I gotta I, I gotta figure out how to shake being um having this savior complex because I know I do. I have savior complex when it comes to relationships Ooh. i have savior complex when it comes to just any situation i see but i don't know if it stems from me being a problem solver anytime somebody comes to me now don't get me wrong i listen first and mm -hmm. i try to evaluate like damn does this person actually want to vent or does this person want help and then i'm like okay they want help boom Do, you know what i'm saying i and it's so crazy because i can solve everybody's problems no it's funny but my life is in shambles no it's <laughs> shut up <laughs> well it's funny Toy and I had a conversation last week and I was like I don't I, I was like because I'm a child um, I'm sober and I don't have the attention span nor the energy to listen to people and she was like you know I can if you call me and say you're gonna kill yourself I'm gonna listen and I was like please don't call me and say you're gonna kill yourself because I literally can't deal with it right now and so it's crazy because I feel like we both like love people but like how do you and I'm just asking you personally how do you how are you able to take on that energy? Cause it, it can be waned, you know, like it, it's, it's very, um, I'm, I'm not using the word toxic as like bad, but like it's for my spirit. Like when somebody's always coming at me with their problems and I'm like, I see that you keep doing the same shit over and over again. I, I don't know what else to say. Cause I'm ready to just shake the fuck out of you until you see like, stop. For example, a uh, hotel, she said, bodies on bodies. I woke up drunk again. I don't know who's next to me. Bitch, stop drinking at 5015 with these same old niggas. That was me at one point. So I know I was just like, I can't go there no more, Toya, because I know my weakness. You know what I'm saying? So, like, do, do you feel like shaking somebody? I remember one episode we had, and I literally said, I think it was a whole tip. And I said, sometimes people need to take into consideration that everybody isn't able to 
listen at that moment. So like before mm. now I know that before I'd be like, Hey, are you in a good space to listen to what's going on? Or I'm going to evaluate before I come at you with my problems. I think th- that's a, that's a terrible thing when you are the person that's always there with the open ear. People take that for granted. Oh yeah. So that's where I'm at with it. It's like, that's just, I guess I've just taken on that role. I will say personally, and I could talk about this now cause I feel like I'm getting better at it. I was having like dealing with other people's problems was causing me a lot of anxiety because I was putting my problems on the back burner to the point I wasn't sleeping for like, if some of y'all would see me, like you would be like, why is she always up at three, four, five, six AM? Cause I just wasn't sleeping. And then I was like, okay, I'll just go out and not, you know, drink it away. Or I was sexing it away or traveling it I away. Tried to drink right. it away. Solange made that album for me. And it was just like, I, at some point I was like, I can't deal with that because at the end of the day, I had a friend who had a friend, I had a friend who had a parent have a stroke dealing with everybody else's uh, Mm. problems and he passed away. That shit is real. And then I was like, oh, that's going to be me by the age of 30. And so that was a chair. (laughs) I'm like, okay, producer, (laughs) producing these restroom. (laughs) So I had to prioritize what I could handle. And like, I'll take on certain things. Like I could take on a little bit, but then sometimes I'm like, if this is just too much and you feel like I'm supposed to be here to solve your problems. (laughs) Baby, I can't do that. And I had to start with my mom. And my mom don't watch this, so I can talk about it. But she would just be like, you wouldn't hear from me. And da 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 And y'all, Girl, my get mom. Get you a friend. My mom lives on the island, and there's probably like 60 people on that island. So, of course, she, you know, relies on her kids to listen to her thought up bullshit. Because, like, you know, when you're bored, you just create shit out your head. She's not yeah. crazy. She's just, she's isolated. Yeah. And so, I was just like, girl, like. Niggas got real problems out here. They trying to pay rent and you live on land for free. Like it's, it's two totally different things. So yeah, I just, I had to tell her like, I don't have the capacity to deal with this right now, mm-hmm. but I'm here to listen. I just don't have anything to say. And when she would talk, I would just tune her out. I mean, she couldn't tell. Hopefully, you know, once again, this is called the whole bag because we're unpacking things that hopefully people will take bits and pieces and gems and jewels and be like, you know what? I ne- Perspective. I never mm-hmm. thought about it like mm-hmm. that. Hopefully in us saying this, if you are a person that's just always, oh, every time you call somebody, hey, how you doing? I'm blessed and highly favored. But blah, 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 I'm going like, to kill myself. Damn. And you always got some shit going on. Like take into consideration, does this person even not care, but can they handle this right now? You know, child. When we when we come and see you and we smile and as soon as you start talking, we like. <sighs> Is there something called a sympathy complex? Like they always want what was me? Was, I think so, man, probably. Let's make it up. Let's make it go viral. <laughs> Let's talk about you niggas that need sympathy all the time. Yeah, because and I see it with people who are just like, I could say that's the that could be the person with the savior complex if you think about it. Oh yeah, I was in that situation once. I remember when I was, but you know now. Like I was, I was always, I was always, uh, I'm, I'm thinking of it from y'all gonna kill me minister perspective back when I was addicted to pornography, but now I've been delivered and I can help you get there now. So people are like, Oh, pastor, how do I get there? Let me put some, some money in your pocket real quick. Help me out. Help me come see what, you know what I'm saying? And they just, mm-hmm. they're like, dang, I didn't know Toya, you was addicted to pornography. And I'm just thinking of a scenario that I heard in real life. And I was just like, so you wanted sympathy so that you can get praise afterwards. Mm. Same thing with the Savior, right? I mean, yeah. excuse me, I'm just trying to draw a correlation right now. No, to- I, I think so. Like, even when I look on Facebook, Lord, Facebook is so damn depressing. Jesus. I'll be like, damn, again? That's what I'll be wanting to write on there. Like, are you sad every week? 
You got a new nigga again? Damn, you're pregnant again? He like, broke up with you again? Yes, like you lost your job again? But my thing is, you posting it to me, it like same thing. You getting online, pressing record, and crying. That same. Have you noticed that on LinkedIn now? People are always like. They start with a sad story and lead up to how yeah. they got a job offer. Yes. Or they offered somebody a job because they only had one leg. And it's mm-hmm. like, y'all want praise. It's sympathy and praise. It's- <laughs> how you want sympathy and praise? Pick a struggle. Oh, uh, Joe Biden, I know you're doing a lot for America <laughs> right now. Just, you know, hand out some therapy. Where's me. the crack pipe <laughs> <laughs> that you promised at us? Point, at this point, you know, I didn't need one too. Me and the baby. So give me two. Like- okay, we're going to conclude. <laughs> Nah, but for real, do you have a whole tip? I did for this one, but I don't think it's going to tie in. Oh, yes, maybe I do. There was this girl on Twitter, and she said that she had lost her medical license. Oh, my God. For writing her nigga and his friend's prescriptions. And then he snitched on her. Mm-hmm. And she got ridden up, and she lost her license. She said it's the dumbest thing she ever did for Dick. My and advice. she also oh. said the tweet after that is that she still miss him. My advice for that was y'all need to start fucking when y'all are teenagers and early 20s so that when you finally get some dick, it don't be the best dick that you ruin everything you worked for in your life. That's my whole tip. Start fucking at a teenage. All right. (laughs) My whole tip going to (laughs) be... Okay. You know what? My whole tip to tie into this... It's going to be. That was a good one, though. I, I agree. Because dick will make you do some wild things and vagina make you do some wild things, too. And she felt like she was a savior writing them prescriptions. Ha <laughs> jokes on you, sis. Yeah. Um, being a. Having having a savior complex will um, make you a full time enabler and helping people is a full time job. That I don't get paid for, so I ain't right. got time for you, it. You don't get paid for it. Just take take a mental break. And on that note, bye. bye.